Welcome, meme lovers and podcast lovers, to another fun and exciting edition of the Poorly Made Police Memes podcast. I don't know what my name is today. I haven't come up with something. My name today is Billy Bob. I'm your host of this terrible, awful podcast. Thanks so much for listening to it. So normally when I record these little intros, I do the intro and then I normally did my interview with whoever, but uh, I did the interview part of the podcast first and now it's late at night and I'm really drunk. So this is not good, but it's okay. But anyway, uh, today our podcast is brought to you, uh, and this is really cool. So this dude hit me up the other day and we got to talking and I had this idea in my head and he's a graphic designer. So I was like, hey dude, will you help me out? And so I have this new merch that's out. It's the, uh, the one if uh, policing was easy, we'd call it your mom. And so this dude helped me with it. So the reason it looks good is because I actually fucking hired somebody decent to do it instead of me. I've had some people help me with other stuff that turned out pretty good. Anything I've done is dog shit, but it's poorly made, so it's good. This is fucking phenomenal. So, but check this guy out. Uh, his the page is Blue Moose Design Company. Blue Moose Design Company is run by an active night shift cop in the Carolinas. The owner Josh is currently an FTO and loves being assigned to patrol. Josh started doing graphic design in college as a hobby. And it quickly turned into a side gig. Check out Blue Moose Design Co. on IG. So it's Blue Moose Design Co. on IG. He prides himself on his work and on a quick turnaround. He guarantees your happiness for your work or you'll never pay a dime. So go check him out. If you got something you need done, you need help with something, uh, I can tell you firsthand experience. It's fucking phenomenal. Got back to me right away. Good shit. So check him out. And again, you're helping your brother out, right? So anyway, uh, the guest for episode 7 is going to be the officer next door. Big Facebook page. If you guys don't follow him already, check him out. Go into a lot of shit. Uh, I think it's a pretty good episode. I hope you guys like it. And um, yeah, enjoy the show. All right, and now the moment you've all been waiting for. Jim with the officer next door is here. How are you doing tonight, Jim? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, you know, I'm just living a dream i'm you know down in my podcasting slash uh sex dungeon um <laughs> drinking some pickle disky and did i say disky not whiskey yeah i'm already i'm already fucking hammered dude it's good though um and then i, I got some uh i got some fancy beer that i'm drinking too so it's all good Ooh. yeah well, that's it's, good it's the uh country cooler uh, by the Confluence Brewing Company, which I don't fucking know if that's anywhere but where I live. So hopefully I don't dox myself, but it's fucking good. It's like lemonade and beer. It's fantastic. Well, good. I'm glad you're finally moving on from that terrible whiskey you've been battling for apparently the last uh, three episodes. Yeah, I'm still not done with it. And it just oh. stares at me, but I'm like, I, I got to finish it. Like, I, I think it's just like a thing I got to do. Uh, yep. what, are you, what are you drinking, pal? I got a, I don't know if it's, I live in San Diego, so I've got a. Uh, is that, a, is it true what they say about San Diego being a, the, a whale's vagina? Is that true? Yeah, scholars maintain that the translation was lost years ago, so I, I'm not going to comment on something I'm not an expert in, but yes, I believe that is what they landed on. Um, and at the end of the day, I don't know. We're just going to go with, yes, San Diego is the whale's vagina. That's what I refer to it pretty much every time I talk about it. So I don't know how you couldn't. I don't think I could live there because I couldn't. Anytime I saw anything San Diego, I'd say, oh, whale's vagina. Yeah. I couldn't stop. 
Yep. That's pretty much, that's the struggle that, that comes with living here among, among other things, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll stay there, but um, no, I don't know. I don't know where this is from, but I'm drinking a uh, India pale ale blood orange from latitude 33. It's uh, just something I decided to try because I like most things blood orange and uh, yeah. And I live in San Diego. There's a ton of different beers to always try, which is kind of cool. So it is nice having that variety in beers for sure. Um, I think this, uh, this beer that I've got, is probably the fanciest shit I can get where I'm living now. But you know what? That's okay. I'm a simple man, dude. You give me some bush lights and I'm a good, I'm good to go. Bush lattes. Lattes. I'm sorry. I need to correct myself. The lattes. So uh, Jimbo, tell if the listeners don't know anything about you, but they should because you're world famous. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, tell the listeners, the millions and millions of people listening a little bit about you. <laughs> Well, uh, I was a Dallas police officer for about 12 and a half years, um, started in 2005 and uh, basically um, worked my way through a, a typical career, uh, started in patrol and uh, became um, a narcotics detective and did vice auto theft. I was a part of a group called Operation Disruption. Um, and a few different other assignments that I had, uh, but basically did pretty much the gamut, worked all over the city. And um, yeah, I had a pretty good uh, career. I had a pretty interesting career. Uh, it's definitely say that I had a good career, um, even though I obviously walked away. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I had a great, great time and, and did a lot of things. And I think that's probably the only reason I don't regret walking away is I feel like I did everything that I wanted to do. But um, that, that's it pretty much it in a nutshell. Uh, after leaving Dallas Police Department, I actually continued law enforcement in the state of Hawaii. I was the supervisor of the Welfare Fraud Investigations Unit uh, out there. And that was interesting, kind of a different wrinkle of law enforcement, much more paperwork intensive. Um, Ooh, and that's, that's one it. thing cops hate is paperwork. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I, you know, I type fast, so I guess it didn't really uh, bother me all that much. That's some officers really hated paperwork and I'm the weird guy that I, I liked writing a really badass report and just really doing a bang up job and trying to, you know, basically leave those defense attorneys no way to come in and, and try to say I did anything wrong or that I, you know, I didn't, you know, document it right or whatever. So uh, that was kind of me. Uh, as you could tell, I'm a little long winded on my Facebook page. And there's a reason, I guess uh, I like to write. Um, but but yeah, so that's where I ended my law enforcement career, uh, believe it or not, was in Hawaii and uh, moved to San Diego and I switched gears and I'm in the private sector now. And um, I just keep my page to just keep, you know, doing what I'm doing there. For those that don't know, how come was there a reason in particular you walked away when you walked away or was it just kind of a good time for you to go? Uh, it was a combination of a lot of things. Um, I've been pretty open about it. I think I, I, I may have even posted about it. But uh, so seven seven sixteen was obviously a pretty big um, situation. So a Dallas police officer, obviously, if those who don't know, on July 7th, believe it or not, I do run into people that I mentioned that and they have no clue what I'm talking about. So it's fucking sad, isn't it? Yeah, it is kind of just considering the magnitude of it all. But um, but hey, you know, I guess that's, you know, I guess not everybody's glued to their TV watching the news thinking the world's going to end, you know, so that's cool, uh, I guess. I don't know. Trying to find a silver lining there. Um, you know, so that being said, 7-7 uh, was when obviously there was a Black Lives Matter protest in downtown Dallas. Uh, everything was going smoothly. Folks were just directing, tra or officers were directing traffic. Folks were just walking, you know, doing doing what they're supposed to do. Everything was great. And uh, five officers ended up getting shot and killed. 
I believe it was, don't hold me to, I, I have been having, I had a few beers. So uh, I think it was 12 or 13 um, officers that were injured. And uh, it was the most, you know, most officers that were ever killed in the, the United States since 9-11. Um, so a pretty big deal. And obviously uh, two of those uh, officers I actually knew personally. The others, you know, we have over 3,000 officers on the Dallas Police Department. So obviously I didn't know everybody, um, but two of them I did. And um, yeah, it, it was a pretty tough deal. And it, I can't say that that's what caused me to leave. I think it was more of a, made me really reevaluate like, man, do I want, I, cause I was always okay with getting killed. I knew that that was a risk and I, I was okay with that. I mean, for a while in my career, I ran into drug houses for a living, like narcotics. I was totally cool with that. If I died doing that, I'm okay with it. Um, but what bothered me was the idea that I could get gunned down because of this narrative that I'm a terrible, horrible, racist person and that I seek to hurt people based on the color of their skin, which just isn't true. Uh, at least for me, I can say, and nearly every officer I've ever worked with, or I shouldn't even say nearly, I'd say I've never seen anything to suggest anything of that sort. Quite the opposite, actually. Same here, and, dude. Same here, dude. And, and that's what pains me. And I think that's ultimately why I still have my page is I want to continue to fight against that narrative. And I've my lived experiences should you know mean something because um, I've never seen that. And I've, and I've openly talked about calling officers out that were wrong. And that should go to prison. And that's totally okay. If they're bad, I don't want anything to do with them. But, but yeah, so the 7-7 thing really just kind of made me reevaluate. Like, am I willing to take bullets to the back over a narrative? And I don't, I just was like, man, I don't know. And, and what's weird is I think people that knew, worked with me would have never, ever in a million years put money on me leaving early. And uh, just because I was really, you know, ate up with the job. You know, I started when I was 21. Um, it was my life. It was a career that you, I remember I was listening to another episode of your podcast with, uh, I believe 10, eight memes where, you know, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's a career. It's more than just a, you know, punch the clock kind of thing. It's, it's much more than that. And, and if you, if that isn't that, if that isn't what it is to you, you're in the wrong job in my opinion. So, yeah, anyway. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, there is, you know, the argument, Hey, it's, it's not worth your life as far as like, you know, where guys are, are so tied up in it where, you know, they're thinking about ending things. It's not worth your life in that respect, mm -mm. but at the same time, it, it is a fucking calling. Like there's, you know, I, I've, you know, I've been pretty honest with it. Like I, most days I'm like, fuck man, I miss, I miss, I miss it. There's lots of things about it. I miss, I don't miss where I came from, but I fucking miss the job. So, you know, I think you're absolutely, it's a calling. Like it's not one of those things where, it's like, ah, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to take this job because I can, you know, make good money. No, you shouldn't. If you're even these high paying departments, if you're there just for the money, you probably should reevaluate things. Yep, absolutely. Uh, because at the end of the day, there's so much more to this because you end up, whether you like it or not, you're going to work crappy hours. You're going to have crappy days off. You're going to work holidays. You're going to have to, if you end up in a detective position, you're going to be on call. Like it, the job ends up taking over your life in many ways. And, and I don't mean like it, it shouldn't like own your life because you should have hobbies and other things that you do outside of it and coach your kids softball teams or whatever. But you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, when they have the ability to change your shift at the, the, the you know, for the betterment of the department and they don't really give two shits about whether you have, you know, Monday, Tuesday off and that's it's for a reason, you know, you you give the department kind of owns you and that's a stressor and that takes a, a toll I, I think 
Yep. And uh, so if you're not willing to put up with that, that's that's what the job requires. And if that isn't is suitable for you, you're going to be a shitty police officer because you're just going to be pissed off and you're not going to like, you know, that aspect of your life. And that's going to convey into your work. And then you're going to be one of the people we see on the news that pisses off because you do stupid shit. Yeah, I, that's my opinion. I've <laughs> seen a couple incidents in the news lately where officers were clearly in the wrong. And I'm like, you know, did these guys just fucking snap? Like, did it just everything just get to them? I know towards the end for me, like I was pretty fucking angry and bitter about things. And I would say things to people that I probably wouldn't have normally said, you know, I never acted on anything, but you know, I, I would probably say some unprofessional things. And, and I, that kind of took me back. I guess it's, I realized it more when I left that, holy fuck, I was doing some fucked up, fucked up shit. Like, not in the sense of violating people's rights, but like there, there's a, a sense of being professional, right? Like, you know, you make memes about telling people to shut the fuck up, but you know, there's a time and the place for it, but you shouldn't yeah. be doing that on every call. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, and I, I think that we could do a whole fucking three hours on mental health and things like that. But it, I don't think people realize the, the mental toll the job takes on you. And, you know, going to call after call where people are treating you like shit, especially in this environment, it takes a fucking toll. It does. And, and at the end of the day, you're a human. And when that, that, you know, it, the, your cup, so to speak, boils over it, you get to the point where it's just like, you know, what you're about to do or say is wrong. And you just, you're so fed up, you don't care. And, but the problem is, is that you represent an entire profession that is always under the microscope and you are one bad day, although it may be 100% like understandable if we're all being objective and actually like put ourselves in that person's shoes and then you get to hear, okay, my dog died or this happened or my girlfriend left me or whatever. I'm going through a divorce or whatever. And then they're like, okay, I can understand why you're upset. You maybe said something you shouldn't have. But at the end of the day, the American public doesn't want to hear that excuse. So you know, you have, you can't, you can't let that happen, unfortunately. And if it does, you're just going to have to, you know, own up to it and take your discipline or whatever. But unfortunately in the world we live in, you're going to have a ripple, a potential ripple effect that causes people to dislike police officers even more because yeah. that's how mentally lazy they are. They saw one video. Oh, well, that's all of them. <laughs> yep. All cops are the same. A cab. Yeah. A cab. Yeah. That <laughs> Good God. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, and, and not to go on too big of a tangent, but, you know, towards the end where I was there, and I think it was probably very obvious to some people that I was fucking having a hard time with shit. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I get it because, you know, patrol short staff and, and, and all this shit, but you know, are, why are you running people? And I saw people worse off than me that uh, just run them back out there. They'll be fine. We're or really, you should be kind of giving these people like, you know, a break, take them off the road for a second, give them a breather. Um, patrols a fucking grind, man. And, you know, you, I don't think the job now is one of those things where guys can do patrol for 20 years and that's it. I agree. I think you need that variety. You need to get out. You need to be able to do something else to just kind of break it up a little bit. But a lot of departments, that's what you got. Patrol. Yeah. There's nothing you can do, it, it, especially these big city departments. I mean, if you get stuck in a patrol unit or, or there's not, you know, lateral movement for whatever reasons, eh, you could, you know, you can be in some problems if, if you, you got some shit going on, you got nowhere to go because, you know, A, if you tell someone you're crazy, 
well then, well, then you're crazy, right? Now you're going to, now you got to deal with that, right? Because mm-hmm. I think, I personally think there's still a stigma. A lot of people say, no, there's not a stigma. The fuck yeah, there is. Absolutely, there is. There's a huge fucking stigma. You know, if you fucking, if you fucking say the magic words, you're, for the rest of your fucking time in the department, you're that guy, right? Where we shouldn't look at things like that. But yeah, anyway. tell me there's not a stigma when in Dallas as a police officer, if you told me and you utter the simple sentence that these folks with the, the, um, the mental uh, health issues that they had, they knew the magic words. I don't know if you dealt with this in your jurisdiction or where you work, but in Dallas, if they say, I want to hurt myself or I am a danger to myself or others, or I'm having suicidal thoughts. They knew that the words they had to say, and then I had the ability to arrest them without a warrant and bring them to Parkland Hospital, which is the county hospital in Dallas, and they got treated. And mostly what they wanted was to get medicated. They weren't taking their meds or they weren't whatever, or they were causing a problem with their family. But anyway, the point of that is, is that of course there's a stigma because that's what like you can you can bring someone to a mental facility against their will without even having to arrest somebody. So what do you think people are going to look at you like if you're a police officer and you say, I have mental health issues, whatever that might be. Right. Did, yep. did, am I making any sense or am I? No, that's fucking you? that is a fucking excellent point. Right. And that's why, you know, I think a lot of guys are afraid to say anything is because we've all you know, whatever state you're in, you have something like that. Right. You have an M1, you have whatever it's called. Yeah. And so, you know, if I was to go to like a lieutenant and say, oh, yeah, I, you know, I want to do this. They have to, right? They're going to bring you to the hospital. They're going to drag you down there and make it a big deal. They're going to take your gun from you and they're going to like shoot you full of, well, not necessarily shoot. I'm, I'm not a doctor or, or whatever, but like give you medication or, or put you in a padded room or, you know, all those things come into mind. And no wonder officers don't say anything yeah. um, because they don't want to be walked through that process that they do to folks who all they have to do is say, I want to hurt myself. And then that's what happens. And so like, is that what's going to happen to me? If I just tell someone that I'm kind of struggling right now, you know, it's not necessarily, I want to hurt myself, but you know, I've had a rough couple of days or that, you know, that call I answered was pretty awful. You know, there's nothing wrong with saying that, yeah. but we can't just take their guns and put them in a, in a room and say, Oh, the liability is too high. You can never be a police officer again. You know, so we got to find some sort of middle ground and, Luckily, there's places out there. Blue Help, uh, I know, is a, a great Facebook page that does a lot of work. Yep. And, uh, yep. I'm a big fan of theirs, and I try to promote their stuff on my page. Yet again, the only one of the few reasons I probably keep it is just to, gosh, every once in a while, uh, share something like they that stuff that they do and um, do a little bit of good. Yeah, well, I think it's a lot of good for you know if the right person sees it. And I will say the I think there are some departments that are, it's slowly kind of, you know, it's like that it's a new thing. It's slowly coming around and, yep. you know, my department that, you know, they had a unit and it was kind of a joke. Right. And part of that is our fault too, because we're like, you know, you know how fucking cops are. We're going to crack jokes on shit. But then, <laughs> but then the other half of it is like, you know, it's like, well, is this unit, are they an arm of the chief's office? Right. Are they to be trusted? Right. right. You don't, you know, and that yeah. that's we could go on a deep deep into the uh, administrations and the distrust with officers, but um, Ooh, we are because we're not cops anymore. We can say what we want, not have to worry about getting freaking thumped, right? Sent to, the, sent to the auto pound with Tuesday Thursday off work and midnight to eight a.m. kind of thing. Uh, that is the island of misfit toys. Yes, yes, it um, is. Yeah, <laughs> but this is this is a happy show, 
and a safe space. Yeah, my bad. Happy, <laughs> happy thoughts only. Nothing negative will ever be uttered here. So <laughs> something I like to ask folks is um, out in Texas, obviously you haven't been a cop for a couple of years now, but is the job dead in Texas or is that still a good place to work as far as you know? Well, as far as I know, I can, uh, yeah, I, I haven't been in Texas law enforcement since 2018 or, or 2018, yeah, 2018. So um, honestly, I'm sure it depends on who you ask, but I think the job is on life support in places like Dallas, uh, Houston, San Antonio, and, and most definitely dead in Austin. Yeah, it's like, don't oh. even there's a do not resuscitate in Austin chief. Yeah. It, it's, they can't foot chase, you know, there's all sorts of restrictions there. I mean, if you're telling me I can't even run after a guy that's running from me, I mean, I'm sorry. It's like, I get, you're trying to protect me and it's for my safety. No, man, I'm not going to run so fast that I like T-bone, uh, you know, a family of four on the way to church, which I understand reasons for restricting chases for like complete nonsense. But if I want to run after a guy, I want to run after a guy. And apparently that's a policy in Austin. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, Dallas, from the folks that I know, the, the job is, I'd say on life support at best. And, and quite honestly, I don't know. I, that's me just guessing. Um, so when I left, it was, it was pretty tough. Um, well, let me ask, let me ask you this because I'm not allowed to go to Texas anymore. I don't know. Did you know that I can't go to Texas? <laughs> Why is that? Are you, you're, cause all yeah. my exes live there. All your exes <laughs> live there? Yeah. That is, if anybody, if anybody knows me, that is my fucking favorite joke. Uh, anytime I can get that in, I'm going to say it. Um, oh, you're welcome for that. You didn't even set me up for that. Like I totally just walked right in, opened the door and said, come on, man. give me." The yeah. Time. Well, and I also, here's the other one I was going to go for. I was going to ask how law enforcement was in Amarillo because we could probably get there by morning. By night, by morning. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So there's, there's my George Strait jokes of the day. Um, wrong with it. You want to hear a quick, real fun fact. I love uh, fun facts. Let's hear it. Fun fact, I attended George Strait's concert at Jerry's World uh, at the Cowboys Stadium. I believe that was the first ever event held there. So that was a hell of a lot of fun, but a complete gong show. But uh, yeah, cheers to George Strait, the king. He is the fucking king. And anybody that wants to deny that he is not the king, I'll fucking fight him right now. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah. Bring it. bring it. Bring it on. Oh, but I like Luke Bryant. All right. Fuck you and your catfish dinner. Anyway, I never heard of her, <laughs> never heard of her. You know, I actually don't think he's a bad dude, probably, but he's kind of got lumped into like all these other guys. Like, fuck, what happened to country music? Well, there, there's like half of it right now is great. Like you got Chris Stapleton. Um, you, who's, who's the guy? I always forget his name. Luke Holmes is good. Luke Holmes is great. Yeah, you've awesome. got some good stuff. But then you have like Kane Brown. And uh, who's that fucking uh, Sam Hunt? What in the cinnamon toast fuck is that? I, I went to Hushi. I don't know yeah, what you're talking uh, about. So here's the thing. If you were allowed in Texas, if your exes all didn't live there, you'd know something about Red Dirt Country, which is actually like actual country music where they actually write their own music. They they aren't tied to some, you know, uh, country label in Nashville that, you know, wants them to kick the dust up or some nonsense you know <laughs> uh whatever the hell that means like we oh, almighty some of the dumbest things i've ever heard in my life come from bro country so you know there are bands out there that you know tour before covid obviously uh 365 they play a ton of shows and and do a lot of uh, play great music cody johnson for example 
uh, is a great artist. He's also real pro law enforcement. A lot of these guys, you know, will actually stop their show and ask them to raise your hand if you're a police officer, you're a fireman, you're a nurse, you're a teacher, you're a first responder, and they'll thank you for it and they'll tell everybody to clap for them. And, and so those are the, the country artists that I listen to. So if anybody's interested or wants to, you know, DM me at the officer next door, go ahead and I'll, I'll give you a list of good artists to listen to that don't sound like a kick the dust up guy. You know who I'm, I'm kind of getting into is, a, and I know they have a new record, I haven't listened to it, is a Whiskey Meyer. Yeah, Whiskey Myers is definitely in that realm. Um, They're pretty good. They're pretty fun. Like, I kind of look at them as, like, kind of Leonard Skinner-esque almost, where they have kind of, like, the rock element to them. And I think that's probably why I like them. They're they're good. Because they're kind of grungy, kind of, like, old school, but they're kind of, like, rock. But they're, like, that Americana, I guess, is what they generally will call it or something like that. Um, They tour all around Texas, and you can go see them. And, like, I went and saw them at a a place down in uh, Waco for, like, 20 bucks. Oh, badass. Yeah, and it's just – it's good stuff. Um, Apparently, my wife used to bartend in uh, uh, College Station, Texas. She went to A&M, so if anybody uh, hates the Aggies, sorry about it. But um, she's met some of them guys, and she said they're really nice and really good people. So all the more reason why I like supporting them. So Whiskey Myers, if anyone's a country fan, go give them a a try. They're awesome. Yeah, they're good. Grassroots people, you know, like Eric Church and – and, and Luke Bryan, whoever she is, don't need any more money. <laughs> Eric Church isn't the worst, but. Actually, my bad. I don't mind Eric Church. I think he's pretty badass. He actually yeah. came to, to Maui when I lived there and played a show, and it was pretty badass. It he rained. has a very eclectic version of country music, which I kind of enjoy, because all of his shit's like a little different. So I do like that. Yeah. Um, badass. So we, we got off track a little bit. So being a cop in Texas, so you, I – from what I hear from most people, I think Texas for law enforcement is pretty good mm-hmm. as long as you're not in the big city. And you kind of confirmed that for me. Yeah. I, I, I kind of fear that Texas, the way things are going there is going to look more like Austin. I certainly hope not, though. Yeah, but we can't say negative truths anymore. Remember, we're a good, funny, hunt, good time show. We, we, oh. we, hit the, we, we went real deep into the mental health side, so we need to be more funny. No, I agree, though. You know, yeah, we hey, need to really put in a lot of dick jokes at the end because we, hit it. <laughs> we were pretty serious in the start. So a lot of dick jokes towards the end. I know. You know, I, I try that even on the page. I'm like, golly, I've been so serious lately. I need to liven it up. So I'll just start sharing funny stuff that I find and just trying to, you know, make the the, the people that don't like negativity and truth all the time. Uh, yeah. Whenever <laughs> I've been posting some pretty serious stuff, I'm like, ah, I got to lighten it up. And so I, I end up posting some like cringy meme about, you know, <laughs> I don't know, something about jerking off to a nurse or something or an OnlyFans thing or something. It yeah. Just yeah. Breaks it up, so. Yeah. I'm, I've seen those and most people are probably like, what? They don't get the nurse jokes. Like, I think there's so many things about police culture. It's kind of like hockey culture. Uh, like Letter Kenny, obviously, you're a fan. Uh, oh, yeah. Her own freaking language. Pitter patter. Yeah, pitter patter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, to be fair. To uh, be fair. To be fair. Uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things where it, police culture is just different and some people don't know what were we even talking about because i was like i letter kenny i wanted to bring him up because i played hockey and i'm a big fan and i don't even know what you asked me something about texas i don't know who, who fucking cares dude yeah let's care. just move on let's try let's to make on moving on here in a super professional show here um so we're, we're, we're let's go down to the next item on the agenda we don't fucking have yeah i <laughs> 
I've totally just fucking, I've been busy with the kid today and he's like a total pain in the ass today. So my, yeah. I'm totally unprepared for this shit, but it's, it's all good fun. Here's the thing. Like, oh, the officer next door just doesn't shut the F up. He just yeah, rambles. So I don't I'll just fucking that. drink and let him talk and let him do the work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God help me. I know. I need to say, yeah. I need to talk. You're good, bud. You're good, bud. Um, do you miss the job at all? You know, man, um, so I, I kind of figured you'd ask me that question. And again, I kind of alluded to it earlier. I really don't, only because I don't even know when you say that you've gotten to the point where you said things or you knew you were so upset or grumpy or jaded or whatever you want to say that you were actually saying things you knew you shouldn't. I never got to that point, but I was grumpy. And I actually feel kind of bad because it's weird. Like I was in narcotics and that was my dream is to, to be undercover narcotics and I was not happy. Like I was in the job that I thought that I wanted and I just wasn't happy. And I'll talk about more about that later, but to answer your question, I don't miss the job. Like I don't miss. And, and I guess the reason is, is I don't miss not, I, I don't miss having weird days off. I don't miss having to be on call. Cause I was on call at one point in my career, 365. I guess I just learned that I'm not one of those people that like that kind of shit. I like control over my social life. It's very important to me to have good friendships and, and go and do fun things and go to hockey games or go to concerts or, or travel or go on vacation. Like I, I love traveling. I've been all over the place. And, and so I guess I don't miss the job because I just, I don't know, man, like I checked all the boxes. I was like, okay, I'm good. And I kind of just dusted my hands off and, and, and walked away, I guess. So, well, I, I guess I should probably clarify on this shit I was saying, because it was funny. Um, but it just wasn't professional. So oh, yeah. here's a perfect example, right? It, everybody has these dumb fucking civil calls, right? Yep. And this lady basically had, they were traveling across country. And of course they fucking land in my city, right? And they're at this hotel and it's this lady and their mom. They're traveling across country. Mom's moving her. Mom took the time to move her daughter across country, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but they have some kind of argument. So the daughter like steals the mom's phone. And so we get there and they're separated. And she's like, daughter's like, well, you know, I'll give her her phone back, but I need her word. She's going to help me move still. And she's going on and on and on about how fucking awful her mom is. Right. And mm -hmm. at this point, this was like, you know, heavy COVID time. So I have my sunglasses on and I've got uh, my COVID mask on. And she's like, can you take your, your glasses off? Cause you're just looking at me. You're not saying anything. And I just, I feel like, you know, you're not really understanding what I'm saying. And I said, lady, this is the stupidest call I've ever been on in my life. You are wasting my time and the taxpayer's <laughs> time. I should not be here to give your mom your phone back. And yeah. she, you know, and it, is that, was it true? Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking true, but we're supposed to take the high road. Right. And, Always. and so that was kind of the, you know, and you mentioned earlier, the glass being full I had a supervisor and he said that a lot and he's yeah you know once your glass is full like you, you know it's time to go and I don't think he knew that my glass was full and every time he said it and I'm like I fucking think my glass is full like I'm like just at my fucking tipping point I think yeah. a lot of my problems had to do with the agency I was at and the state I was in mm -hmm. um I, I think now that I have some clarity about some things and some time away I think I I think I could go back not there and be okay and just be fine and plug right back in. Cause I, you know, I know not to like toot my own horn, but I know I was fucking good at it. Right. And mm -hmm. 
you know, and it, it's one of those things. It is calling, right? And I'm like, fuck, I should be out there, you know. And I know this is stupid, and this can like kind of like some rookie bullshit, but like, you know, you hear a siren or you hear something, you're like, fuck, I should, I should go. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and, yeah. I'm so completely. That's where it's, I'm it's, at. it's still in your blood. I mean, your dad. You've mentioned on other episodes that your dad's a police officer, and so it's obviously in your blood, and obviously you were pretty good at it. It sounds like, and you and you cared, and really, I mean, that's half the job. If you just give a shit and you treat people well and you do you you treat your job like it's something you want to protect like your credit score or like a reputation um you're going to do well and that and and again because that goes back to the fact that to you it was more than just a job so that's why you give a shit yeah and what's sad is that here we are and i guess this you know there's going to be haters that are going to but you and i are two guys that i think arguably should both be police officers right now and we're not and i'll be quite honest with you you can pay me two hundred thousand dollars a year and i'm not going back I, i i just i I ran those risks. I see where the way the world is now. And, and I just don't feel that the benefit outweighs the risks. And uh, that's a sad thing. But but I've also encouraged many, many people in my on my page that have DM'd me and whatever to, to go and apply. And they've actually done it and they've been hired and they've been happy and they're doing well. So, you know, by any means, am I telling everybody not to be a police officer? That's not the case. But but me and you seem to walk away. But yet we, we miss it. It's weird, but we don't miss it. Or at least I don't. No, I mean, I miss the shit out of it, man. Yeah, I don't. It's weird. But, but I'm I'm not that far removed either, right? Like, what, six months ago, I think I was still working, right? So I'm not that far out of it. Yeah. See, that's a big because you're, you're talking like you've had body cameras, you you were wearing a COVID mask while being a police officer. Like I never dealt. I mean, I haven't answered a call since 2018, or maybe even before that. So a lot's changed. I, I just, if you could, I don't think I could go back because I never wore a body camera. Yeah, you know I mean that's that's you know that's. Not I'm telling. I'm here to tell you right now, the body cameras are fucking great. I know, and and I I guarantee because I heard you say in another podcast or another episode that it was just like they've saved your ass more than anything, and and you can review. I can't believe DC's freaking policy. That's just well, it's not shocking, but they can't review it to write the report. Are you shitting me? Like, that's why have a camera? Then? Insane. What, what the yeah. fuck's the point? Because you're ultimately the whole point of it in DC is you're ultimately as a cop, you're automatically in the wrong, right? Like the the camera should be an investigative tool. That's it. Right. And if, you know, well, I mean, if it catch, if they want it for accountability, fine. You know what? I have no problem with fucking cops being held accountable. No No problem at all. No fucking problem at all. What I would really like is fucking everyone else to be held accountable. Everyone should be held accountable. Yeah, right. cops, cops more so admittedly more so but i mean there there's no accountability for everything I, I was telling you before we hit the record my latest bitch is uh so i get in minneapolis which is a complete fucking shit show oh, yeah. so I, I was just reading this article and it's not fucking verbatim but essentially they're saying well you know we don't we don't want to use these things for pretext stops like we don't want to start you know stop people for having uh, I think it was like tail lights out and like registration expired and, and things like that. We don't want our cops stopping people for that. Okay. Why? Why? And I could go off on a tangent. Like you're basically telling people there, look, we are like a nation of laws, right? Like, look, registration. What is that? It's fucking paying your taxes. You didn't pay your fucking taxes on time. I don't really care too much about that. Right. But people don't understand that this kind of stuff, these tools, you take them away from cops, you're going to prohibit them from being able to solve crimes. How is mm-hmm. Timothy McBay found? A fucking traffic stop. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And it was something stupid too. I, um, I, one of the other, those serial killers, I think it was Bundy or one of those dudes fucking traffic stop. What about the dude on the movie bad boys? Remember he gets pulled over and he had a taillight out and he's like an international criminal. And he's the dude that like tries and they try to break him out or whatever. Remember that movie bad boys. Dude, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Like a very long time. I wasn't like, everybody loves that movie. It's okay. I don't know. Anyway, Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2 are awesome. The third one, like, ugh, they tried to, as always, they tried to, you know, stretch it out and they should have just stopped at Bad Boys 2. But but anyway, international criminal taken down by a brake light out by some motorcycle cop in the movie. And yeah, that's what happens. Like you, you how do you think we catch burglars? Oh, we stop this car and they have a whole bunch of shit in their car. But but there's all kinds of crimes. We can solve so much crime from that. Most cop, like if you're a cop and you're stopping people just to write them registration tickets and you're not looking into other stuff, yeah, you you don't know why you're stopping cars, right? Right. Um, but again, that that's a whole other issue on training. But now, the other thing I thought was really funny about that news article I'm like, Minneapolis, they can't answer their calls for service. Are there actually cops out there still pulling over cars? I'm not sure. I, I can't imagine that there are, but I imagine, you know, because, hey, there's always one and that shit applies to everything, including police officers. Like it could literally be the I guarantee you someone last summer was doing traffic stops like in oh, the yeah. middle of all the protests. There's some dude out there. No offense to this guy, but dude, chill. Like, know your know your fuck. Just know your role. Like, well, calm down. you is. don't always have to go out there and kick ass and write tickets like, geez, Louise. Yeah, the, you know, we shouldn't be writing people to like people tickets just because, right? Like, Never. yeah, like if you see the same dude for like a, you know, he keeps not having his registration updated. Okay, maybe write him a ticket. But remember why you're why you're doing what you're doing, right? Like, I mean, that registration ticket is not going to save anybody's life. No, Golden Bridesmaids ended up getting rear-ended because she never got her taillights fixed. Have you seen that movie? And do you remember it? I'm not going to admit to watching that, pal. Oh. Isn't that like? Wasn't the chick from the office in that? And they, I don't remember all of, that movie. I think was one of those ones. It's like, there's a cop in it. And like, there's like Melissa McCarthy and this other chick. And she's already, like, I'm oh. off. I'm already off. I'm like, yeah. Nah. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's a big police supporter, believe it or not. Her mom's a police officer. And she, did loves you say her. she's a big police supporter? I said she is a big police supporter. Damn. That's rude, man. <laughs> she Dude, that's, that's not us. funny. I'm fat. I can't make that joke. Well, maybe I can oh. because I am fat. I don't know. Oh, I need to have like a poorly made police memes weight loss challenge, man. I fucking balloon since I quit. I need to fucking start running. Yeah, you do. Fucking drink a beer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Why am I fat? That. Because I drink every night. Weird. Anyway, and interview former cops and ramble on about absolutely nothing and argue about bridesmaids. You know, fuck whatever, man. If you would have told me at the beginning of this podcast that we'd fucking talk about bridesmaids, I would not have believed you. Listen, so here's the thing. I, I have to defend myself now because you're trying to come at me and I'm going to get like a bunch of now I've gave because I, I made that. I don't know. You didn't even comment. I they did the whole Ryan Reynolds thing with the whole uh, RJ with. Uh, oh, that was great. Dude. OK, so the reason I can't comment if, if anybody else is, is wondering. So people will tag me and shit and I used to comment on it. Right. Well, mm-hmm. Facebook did some weird shit to me. I can't comment outside of poorly made. Yeah, as yeah. poorly made so i'm not gonna fucking comment on my personal profile because i'm stupid but i'm not that stupid so if you tag me and i didn't comment i probably i probably saw it but i i don't know facebook i don't know what's going on there 
But anyway, continue okay, on. But hold on. You're trying to distract me from my defense. And, and, and I called in a huge legal team. And here's the situation. I listen, or I'm not listening, good grief. I watch comedy movies and pretty much that's it. Like, you know, I've watched obviously bad boys and maybe a few action movies or whatever, but I'm going to be real with you. Like, I don't care what it is. If I'm going to, because probably because I'm a police or a former police officer, all I want to do is watch comedy. So if it makes me laugh and it's bridesmaids, fine. I don't care. Dude, I'm not, I'm not hating you for that. Speaking of comedy, because you, you were talking about movies, like the, the third part of a trilogy being fucked up. Um, are you are you a fan of Kevin Smith? Mm-mm. You don't know about Clerks? No. Are you fu- you're coming at me and you're like, I just love watching comedies right now. I'm giving you some fucking homework right now. I'm Googling it. Calm Go down. watch Clerks. It is the fucking greatest movie of all time. Oh, yeah, Maybe okay. besides Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers might be the best. Have you fucking seen Blues Brothers at least? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Clerks, I I relate to that movie so much. Um, you got to watch that movie, man. All right. But, but I guess but apparently they're making a third in the series, and I'm like, I don't know. Stop. Oh stop fucking with shit. Stop um, while you're dead from 1994. Like, good grief. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. So I digress. Let's let's move on here from the uh, clerk since you haven't fucking seen it and you're in the whole yeah. bit. No big deal. Hey, you can't so everything. You can't. You can't win everything. That's good. I understand. Hey. So um, I've been doing this new thing, and it's called the word of the day. Are you familiar how the word of the day works? I am. Yeah. Okay. So for those um, of the millions and millions of listeners, maybe you missed the last episode. Uh, I'm starting a thing where I think it's good, you know, good for the camaraderie, just to have a little bit of fun to try and get a word in the radio, over the radio, or in a report. And so we're going to start doing the word of the day. And if you can get it in to a reporter, maybe over the radio, and you can send it to me without getting in trouble, don't fucking dox yourself or get in trouble. But if you can do it, send it to me. I'll put it in my story. So uh, it is your honor, Jimbo, to give me the word of the day for the fine millions of listeners. The millions of listeners. Millions. Yeah. Uh, I think the word of the day is going to be, uh, well, I, I've actually been giving a lot of thought and, and given the current times, I don't know, I'm trying to, I was trying to be creative and come up with like a, a really niche way of, of saying something without saying it. What about niche? Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good, you know what? Let's just go with that. Yeah, that'll work. Niche. Niche is the word because I was trying to think of something that where you could say something without saying it. You know, I know it kind of sounds weird, but like, it would be a clue. Like everybody knew what you meant, but you weren't, you know, saying it out loud, saying the quiet part out loud, but let's go with niche. I like it. Niche in your report or say it on the radio. Good luck. Yeah. That's a good one. That niche. is a good one. I, More importantly, here's my question. Can you spell it right? Not to be a jerk, but good grief. Spell stuff right in your reports, folks. Yeah. Spell stuff right in your memes too, douchebag. <laughs> yeah, you idiot. No, idiot. You're so name, smart. You're just like, poor name checks out. Fucking yeah. shrug every time. It's like, you fucking suck. You're like, yeah, I know. Hence yeah. the name. That was literally why I named it that. Because I'm like, I, I I know there was going to be times I wasn't going to pay attention. I don't give a <laughs> shit about cropping. Fucking yeah. poorly made. It's perfect. A match made yeah. in heaven. Yeah. So uh, before we go any further, mm-hmm. 
uh, I've the last few episodes I've been able to donate some shirts to some poorly made shirts to the some of our fine folks still out there on the patrol that have not quit like us. Uh, yeah, thanks right. to an anonymous donor who donated some money so I could get out to these people. So uh, we got some nominations a while back and I had to delete the post or I would not stop getting emails. So thank you guys for not fucking your partners and, and nominating them. It's pretty cool. So uh, now I will say this guy, I've told his buddy several times he's won and he hasn't responded to me. So I really want to get this guy a shirt. So hopefully he fucking gets back to me. I mean, I'll, I'll hold, I'll hold aside some money for him. So hopefully he, he gets to it, but I wanted to read this one. The nomination reads like this. Hi, first wanted to say, I love the page and keep up the great work. Again, I didn't pick him because he said my page is great, but my page is great. Anyway, um, I wanted to nom- nominate my older cousin. I'll keep his name out. Um, who's currently a member of a sheriff's department SWAT team. Recently uh, he lost a close friend in OIS. Still does the job every day to the best of his ability and is the reason I want to go into law enforcement. So uh, I want to get this fella a t-shirt, but you got to fucking email me back, dude. So uh, round of applause to everybody. Let's give him a big round of applause for doing such a great job and being a fucking badass. Um, man, I'll tell you what, I was fortunate enough. I, you know, I never lost anybody when I was, you know, a cop. And, and I still worry about that too. Right. Where, you know, I've got really good friends that are over there and fuck man, I never want to get that news. So, you know, I, I'm sure it's hard to go back after losing a friend. So good on him, man. Heck yeah. Good for yeah. that. Yeah. All right, buddy. You ready for some, uh, Oh, did I just hear another beer crack open for my homies? For oh, my for my homies. homies. Fuck. Yeah. But fuck. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yes. On to the next topic. I, yeah. Sorry. I had to take a, I had to take a sip of my beer. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah. So, so a little, little ditty we like to do here is uh, we like to do a little, ask me anything. We got some good shit lined up. We'll see where it takes us. So uh, we talk a lot about patrol cars and, I, and I, I neglected to ask you this. Uh, what do you think is the best patrol car? Yeah, I, man, I'm going to sound like a bandwagon jumper, but I agree with you on the crown Vic. Um, Thank you. We, we had a few in service and they were highly coveted and like, I'm pretty sure, well, I'm sure you can imagine like there are always those officers that, you know, had the, the they cared so much about what car they drove. So they'd make deals with the people that handed out the keys. I don't know how it worked in your department, but we had, you know, we had like 60, 70 officers on every watch. Right. So like they'd, they'd go in and they'd like make deals. And so they'd hide the keys for certain <laughs> officers so they could drive the Crown Vic. And, and, and part of the other issue was, is that for a while, uh, you know, it was just like, you know, what, what one had the updated stuff and what one didn't. And the, the Crown Vicks had like all everything old school, right? So old school computer, you had to like, you could pop the keyboard out and put it in your lap, you know, and just bang away. If you're the partner on the passenger side, you could just be typing away and just, I don't know. So yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. Crown Vic by a long shot. We, we had Impala's uh dodge chargers which were too big and too slow and had too much ground low ground clearance they were garbage and always falling apart i think the chargers um, got better have they well we had like I the think. most dragged out for, you have to understand like you know big departments means what people don't realize is like you may have had a d de- i don't know what agency you work for but if you worked in like mesquite texas for example they had dodge chargers but they were all like the top of the line stuff where dallas is like here's the dodge charger be glad it has four tires have a good day yeah no we we had some pretty shitty cars i remember when i first started and i i hate to admit it but it was a vic but it was like an old fucking vic 
and mm. it was so bad, man. It had like the old paint probably, you know, from like the late 90s on it, so it didn't match the rest of the fleet. And awesome. that means it's it, good. It well, it didn't really go over 65. So um, so that's the only bad Vic story I ever had. But fuck, man, oh. it started every time. And it was hey. tank. You know what? And it would drive over curbs and not miss a beat and just get you where you need to go, wouldn't it? But I mean, yep. maybe not fast, that particular one, but you know, still yeah. a good old dog. So did you have any experience with the uh, the new Tauruses? Or that might have been right about the time you left where they started shitting those ones out. No. Yeah, the so the Taurus... I guess was supposed to be like the successor to the Vic and it didn't really, I don't think it took off. I know there's a few agencies that have them. Like I know there was a sheriff's department next door that had them. And the Mm -hmm. only time I drove one is there was a off duty gig and there was a Taurus that was assigned to that, that was owned by that company. It was okay. I mean, it was just like a car. It wasn't like anything to write home about, but I mean, it was an off duty gig too. So I wasn't, you know, driving like a, a huge asshole in it. So I couldn't really give you a great, I guess, uh, either way on that. But I mean, it was okay, but it was, it was no crown Vic. I can tell you that. Well, I bet not. Cause yeah. Yeah. There, there'll never be, man. I'll tell you what, that would be like the thing that would come back. Right. Is there like Ford comes back with like new crown Vicks. I'm like, Oh fuck, it's time. So, hey, real, what's crazy is there's an agency that's just north of Dallas called Addison Police Department. And apparently back in the day, they had Volvo squad cars. And that literally was a draw. Like, that was literally a reason people would apply to go work for them. For they had Volvo? Volvo? For a fucking yeah. Volvo? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck I was that like, European uh, trash. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, you have Chevy and Ford. What do you, I don't know, whatever. But, yeah, freaking weird. Small agency. I actually have a good friend that works for them. But, uh. It just, I'm like, what the fuck, Volvo? Uh, that's just weird. But anyway. So this is a really good question, and I didn't see it earlier, so it must have just came in. But it says, what is your favorite Super Trooper? I think it should be, who is your favorite Super Trooper? Um, so I'll, I'll let you go first, buddy. Who's your favorite Super Trooper? And my God, if you tell me you haven't seen Super Troopers, I'm going to hang up. Oh, of course I've seen Super Troopers. Don't. Even the, and, and on that point, the second one wasn't too terrible. I, mean, I liked it. I, it was obviously like it's never as good as the first, but I found it entertaining. I liked it. Um, I'm actually I'm looking at my I have the, the posters to each movie down here in my sex dungeon mm-hmm. the movie posters, and I'm I'm looking at it trying to think who my favorite is. I think I know mine, but I, I got, I'm Rabbit. I mean, just because I'm I know I haven't unfortunately been all that quick witted and funny, but uh, like he's just I'm stupid like him. Like he's like you know our cells are. 10 by 10, no big deal, or whatever that quote is, you know, no big deal. Oh, no, that's that's Foster that says that, doesn't it? Yeah. See? Good grief, man. This is... You're fucking embarrassing. No, wasn't it Rabbit? No, it was Foster. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I was going to say, I I feel like I, you know, if I I was going to take, like, one of those Facebook tests, like, which super trooper are you? I would probably be Foster. Um, I think he's embodies just like a regular dude i gotta say the best one is probably ramathorn though i don't know i don't know i mean barva's always entertaining though Let's keep them away from that school bus full of kids though <laughs> yeah uh, i love the part of, if one more person says the name of that restaurant i'm gonna whoop the shit out of them and shenanigans like, you mean shenanigans like of yeah. course like yeah of course yeah. you walked in that i oh, love it such awesome. a good movie it 
Dude, that movie's so good. And those guys seem like they're genuine, like good fucking dudes. I like them. So uh, the next question here is, what is the most memorable dropping, throwing something during a chase? Fuck, man. I I feel like my my most memorable shit is usually like I felt like during a foot chase, every cop is like, fuck, what did I drop? I, I lost my fucking flashlight on a foot pursuit. That pissed me off, man. I had one of those good ones. I can't remember like anything like super. I mean, people throw guns and dope and stuff like that. I can't think anything like super funny. You got anything? Man, not not off the top of my head. Um, yeah, like guns and dope aren't really a big deal. I mean, that happens a lot where people ditch that stuff. And and I'm, I'm kind of confused. Are they asking like that I've lost or you've lost or the suspect like, people that have ditched? Like, I think any, I think it's anything anything that dropping or throwing yeah. something during a pursuit. Like, you got to love back in the day when tasers were pretty new, they'd fall off your belt constantly. And then you're all panicked trying to find it before some goofball took it and ran away. That kind of thing. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to walk over you. Go ahead. I was just saying that that happened a few times where, you know, you're in a foot chase or whatever, and you're jumping the fence and your taser falls off. You don't even notice it. And then you're now you're like panicked trying to fucking retrace your steps and find it before some dude in the, you know, you know, has it in his possession and he's like, look what I found. Right. Well, I remember one, I lost a fucking, like both my fucking magazines fell out, which thankfully I fucking found. Um, Yeah. Which that's, that's a terrible fucking thing. Right. God forbid, you know, you end up getting to a shooting and you need a reload. So tighten the screw on that motherfucker. I learned my lesson. Uh, I would say the funniest thing that happened and it's not like it was the one where I lost my flashlight, but I think the reason it was funny so I watched this hit and run right in front of me and the guy takes off, which my agency, that's not something you could chase for. Mm -hmm. But so I call it out and the people are like, Hey, we're okay. And I'm like, all right, I'll come right back to you. I'm just going to go check around the neighborhood, see if I can find this guy. So I'm driving around just to see if the dude ditched the car because I got a pretty good look at him. And sure enough, I see the car. Well, instead of the dude, he's still in the car. He's still driving along instead of like just driving off. Dude parks his car and fucking like starts running and he's like in like cowboy boots and he can't fucking run for shit and we catch him. And that was pretty funny, except that I lost my flashlight and some fucking crackhead has it now. But what do you do? Yeah, buy another one. I did. It wasn't as good. It's really disappointing. It was one of the um, shit. What the fuck are the brands? I can't remember the brands anymore, but stinger or stinger uh, yeah it was one of the stingers man i love that thing it was so easy to charge and well streamlight it was streamlight Streamlight. it's a streamlight stinger that's right yeah try to get you a, a freaking sponsor if they buy you know but you'd swear too much probably and so maybe not yeah i don't know how that's gonna go i i like doing like the sponsors or like the little guy that's pretty mm-hmm. cool you know obviously yeah. i you know streamlight's like hey we'll sponsor your show but i'm not gonna like I, i've kind of already predetermined like i'm not gonna clean up my show for anybody right if somebody's like all right, we'll sponsor your show, but you know you can't swear as much and you can't make dick jokes. Now, that hard pass. Up. Hard no. Yeah, hard no. Hard no. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's although I'm sure if somebody like waved enough money at me, I'd be like, okay, sell out. Nah, fuck that. I'd never sell out. I'd never sell out. No. All right. What is the best gas station snack? Ooh, man. Um. I mean, obviously, the energy drink is, you know, the, the, the go-to. Uh, but snack, I don't necessarily call that a snack. I'd probably say 
sunflower seeds always good to have in case you get stuck at a scene for a real long time uh but i don't know it's probably where i'd go you know so this is embarrassing but my guilty pleasure at a gas station is fucking grandma's cookies yeah nothing wrong with that oh no there's plenty wrong with it there's lots of calories every single one of those is wrong but <laughs> delicious delicious yeah well uh, is there anything in a gas station that is actually healthy i mean no and that's the problem right and i've i would tell you this fucking story but i can't because you haven't seen clerks but like there's this gas station near my house Uh that like these guys fucking embody that movie so i love going there because these guys fucking crack they're always working they fucking crack me up but i go and i'm like there's nothing here right like it's all the same shit right it's chips it's cookies it's you know beer it's soda like you know there's no there's beef jerky like there's nothing more to it right um that's okay though somebody had asked if i have a list of um for people looking to leave a department agencies to go to like that are the best i haven't been doing this long enough to say like what's good and like i've had people say like tell me like oh yeah like uh for example orlando orlando's great and i've had other people say no orlando sucks ass so it's kind of in the eye of the beholder but i'm trying to do kind of like states i've kind of so far in you know the whole seven episodes we've done we've determined that hawaii is probably okay depending on where you're at um texas is probably okay depending where you're at and florida is probably okay depending where you're at so that's that's our big list right now but you know anybody that's looking to go anywhere i guess my words of wisdom is just really research that department uh research the politics in that city make sure it aligns with your views so you'll be happy yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's too much more to say that. I don't know if you have any more insight on that. Yeah, I'll piggyback. Like, I mean, because in Dallas, you know, the kicker is, is that I, I moved to Dallas. I applied to Dallas Police Department. That was actually the only police department I applied to um, and got hired. And, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But when you don't know something about a state or you don't know something about even that particular area, there are agencies that border Dallas that are really, really top-notch agencies that have great leadership, that support their officers, that have great equipment, that have great training, they have good schedules and days off, and they figured out a way to kind of really take care of their officers. And, and you know, you're, you're not going to be in Dallas, you're not going to have the, you know, 3,000 officers, the Air One, you know, the helicopter unit, the canine unit, this unit, that unit, that unit, you know, so you, there's always a give and take, but uh, Grand Prairie, Irving, and Garland, um, are great agencies that are in Mesquite PD as well are known for, you know, being really top-notch agencies in the Dallas area. So I think really what it comes down to is doing research, but reaching out to people that are, you know, in that area and can tell you Fort Worth. I mean, a lot of officers in Dallas have went over to Fort Worth, which is another big city, but they're a little bit more pro-police over there. I've, so heard, went over so there. I've heard through the grapevine that Fort Worth, Fort Worth is starting to kind of get a little iffy to work for but yes i've heard that as well from naturally from officers that have went from dallas to fort worth so unfortunately in fact i just got told one of my good friends from uh that was dallas pd and then fort worth pd is now leaving and going to a different uh well he's still going to be in law enforcement but he's leaving fort worth pd so yeah that's kind of sad to hear because fort worth uh, pd has been very highly regarded in the dallas area for quite a while definitely where i kind of wish i went in some ways that was one of those things I actually, I thought about. That was one of the departments I looked at like a couple of years ago because I was, you know, it's kind of dicking around. You know, you get like the emails and you're like, huh. And mm-hmm. Fort Worth seemed like, I'm like, this looks like a great, good place to work. But I mean, I didn't put a whole lot of thought in it because I never thought I'd leave my agency because my fucking agency, 
I would have put on that good list a couple of years ago. Yeah. It was fucking great, but it's amazing how quick those things can turn. Well, and that's the other thing, like anybody that's chasing, like you said, make sure the politics align or this and that. I mean, at the end of the day, the problem is, is that that can change with one chief or one one election or one bad incident that happens in your agency um, because, you know, an officer does something that's, you know, fucked up or whatever or, or, or just anything controversial that can really pivot your department into a bad direction if you especially if you're under a consent decree or whatever. So, I mean, shoot, man, like who has a crystal ball? You know, you got to make the best decision you can. But ugh. Like, I, I know it's Debbie Downer, but, like, I'm not trying to be. It's just, like, you know, Fort Worth was badass, and I, I know officers that love it. And I'm sure it's still better than many other places. So, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beer holder, you know? At the end of the day, do what's best for you, and, and, and if you don't like it, make a change. Yep. Yep, absolutely. All right, we're going we're gonna to go a little, a little off track here, but um, pancakes, waffles, or French toast? What is the best breakfast? French toast every day, all day twice on no Sunday. question not no even question. no question nope. don't get me wrong like pancakes my wife makes pancakes fuck yeah i'm gonna eat some pancakes yeah she my makes wife waffles. makes them. fuck yeah i'm gonna eat some i'm gonna make eat some by the way texas the best waffles i ever had were in amarillo and they were texas shape I'm just was it in the morning it was it was in the morning for breakfast just i set you up dinner. for that one buddy yeah you're hey. welcome Woo! i'm here <laughs> My sense of humor is still there. You awesome. made me huff out of my nose a little bit. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. I just got beat at my own game. That's embarrassing. Yeah, It's King George, man. I mean, if you don't like King George, get the fuck out of our... Never mind. I, I can't say that. That's wrong. You Never can mind. say whatever you want. If you don't like King George, that's okay. Hugs. No. If you don't like King George, go Please fuck yourself. Yep. Um, <laughs> is cereal soup? What? How is that a it is a question. Is cereal soup? Oh, God. So I have to, like, Google the definition of soup or I'm going to have a bunch of, like, internet trolls all pissed off at me? I don't know. No, soup is soup and cereal is cereal. Yep, you're right. I, I feel like it's, like, the same dude that always asks me that. And I don't think I've ever given a definitive answer. Oh. Well, I'm, here to, I'm, here, I'm here to say right now that cereal is cereal and soup is soup. They have two separate names. And fuck you. Yeah, um, weird. That exists in in like this theory. is a very important question here. Tacos or burritos? Ooh, well, because I'm a fat ass, I'd go with burrito. <laughs> Here's the thing. Are they not like pretty much the same? They're just smaller versions of themselves. I mean, I guess you don't have like yeah. hard tacos. Like they're okay. But like, I think if you're going to ask me like tacos, I'm getting street tacos, right? Of course. Um, which, you know, like where I worked, we had some fucking badass street tacos. It was great. But I mean, yeah, I'm a fat ass too. Like, I want the whole fucking thing. Like, a smothered fucking burrito at like a fucking hole in the wall Mexican place. Fantastic. Cannot beat it. Cannot. Not. Or the enchiladas. You know, if you go to some hole in the wall Mexican place in Southeast Dallas where I used to work, like, oh my gosh. I mean, just pure gold. Just order the enchiladas, chicken enchiladas. Just let them bring it out. Don't even worry about it. But, dude, I'm like, now I'm like, fuck, man, I'm drunk and there's no Mexican food near me. But I'm like, I want some fucking yeah. shit, man. I'm going to have to like grill like a quesadilla in my microwave when we're done with this. Make yourself a damn quesadilla. I do love quesadillas. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, we could go into that movie, too. All right. Yeah. This, is a, this is a very important question here. Grizzly bear versus rhinor- <laughs> rhinosaurus. <laughs> there we go. I'm so drunk. Grizzly bear. <laughs> 
grizzly bear versus a, a rhino who would win rhinoceros i don't know like i'm probably i if i have to like what hat am i wearing right like i want the grizzly bear to win because my mom likes bears and i like grizzly bears i think they're cool like bears are just badass and quite honestly rhinoceroses are kind of like just not cool like they're just what, ugly. what are you talking about they're not what do you what do you mean they're not cool just like grizzly bears are badass like they're just bears are pretty did you ever watch that movie bear man where like the guy documents basically like his eventual murder by a bear (laughs) no but that doesn't shock me that it exists but dude it's like this guy like moved and i forgive me if somebody's like really big into this movie and knows more than me it was a while since i watched it but i watched it with my wife and i was just like there's no way this movie ends without this guy getting eaten by a bear um it's a documentary and this fucking dude moves up to Alaska. He's like a hippie and he like lives with the bears, but he's like, he's cautious ish, but he gets like way too close to him. And then there's actually like an audio recording. Like he was too close and like the bears got into his hand, and like ate him alive. I don't know if there's something satisfying about it. Cause he was kind of a douchebag, but <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, yeah, don't fucking don't fuck with grizzly bears, man. Or went out for the guy that died by a grizzly. Say what now? Say that one more time. I just opened a drink. I said, pour one out for the guy that died by grizzly. Did he die? He got killed? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think he was dead for a while. Oh, shit. Because, like, he was out in, like, the middle of Alaska, right? I think, like, his plane came in to find him, and they, like, he wasn't where he was supposed to be, and so they had to go find him, right? I bet it was some badass Alaska State troopers that had to go and find his goofy ass, right? That's a great show, by the way. Those dudes are badass, by the way, the Alaska State troopers. Okay. I've heard that that's tires and everything, but they're badass. They're what at? Well, they're what at everything? I said not to pump their tire and everything, but they're pretty fucking badass. Like, I mean, just get and get on an airplane and go patrol a city real quick, and then I'm gonna fly back. No big deal. Like, I can barely drive. Right. I can't drive right now. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I've had more than two. I've had yeah, which is like that is the answer, right? Any DUI ever. How many drinks have you had tonight, sir? A couple. Yeah. I did one DUI arrest in my whole career. So that's really that's, that's all you that's did? Cool. Yeah, true story. How he many speeding, fun fact number three? How many speeding tickets I've written? One. I don't know that I wrote any. Well, I had to for training, but I wasn't radar certified. So quite honestly, it was like I point the thing at the thing and they said they were going fast. I wrote it. Never did it again. You had to check out a radar gun. Our squad cars didn't have radars. Yeah, yeah ours, that's a big city thing, too, was, you know, we don't have all the equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, we didn't have we didn't have fucking radars in our car. You had to you had to go check something out. And I never got certified in it, which yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's I? a big agency. So I'm like, when am I going to have time to, like, you know, scope out some fucking speeder? Right. Which I guess I mean, you can always make time, I suppose. But it was it just really wasn't my jam. So. No, but but that goes back to the whole Minneapolis nonsense about, you know, speeding tickets and stuff like that is like, look, as an officer that actually cared about trying to actually prevent violent crime, I didn't give a shit if you were necessarily speeding. It was the, you know, or, or that your tags were expired. It was the fact that you had like four guns under your seat and you had a kilo of cocaine in your trunk and you were wanted for aggravated robbery because you knocked over the 7-Eleven last week and we figured it out. Like, that's why you stop people for that. But anyway, I uh, went way off topic real fast there. Why'd well, you I just, that that's man? not like, that's not really illegal. 
to do any of that stuff anymore. So you're fine. You're right. Yeah, you're right. So, My bad. Now, this you is a question I've neglected for like two weeks because he sent me an email and I forgot to ask it the last couple of times. So we're going to we're going to hit it right now. Um, why does some leadership and law enforcement agencies require you to cover tattoos and some do not? Because Yeah, I was going to say because they're dumb. Because uh, they're dumb. It's 2021, like tattoos are, you know, unless it's something that we can all agree, like with a naked lady on your arm or something or what, you know, I don't know. As long as it's nothing that's awful, who cares? Does anyone really care? Is is someone going to be like, well, the officer showed up and they have tattoos. So I'm like, uh, I I need another one. Well, you know, I touched on it a little bit on the last one. And for me, it's like kind of like the vest carriers, right? Like, I think they look like dog shit. I'm kind of old school. I, I like a regular old uniform, right? The tattoos, it depends on what it is, right? Like, I remember before I was a cop, uh, this dude showed up, uh, like, when some fucking dude hit my car, right? Destroyed my car out in front of my street. Cop showed up, tatted the shit. Mm-hmm. Totally fucking professional. Forgot he had tattoos. You know, And it didn't, like, it wasn't like I was worried about his tattoos. I just had, that was, like, you know, yeah, mid-2000s, like, and it was like, that wasn't something I'd ever seen. Right? right. And I was like, fuck it. I don't care. Who gives a shit? And now for all the things that we should be fucking worried about, fucking tattoos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I wish I could remember the department, <laughs> but there was like some, no, I don't want to misquote it, but this guy like put out this great recruitment video. He's like, now, you know, if you want to wear a vest carrier and a ball cap, don't come here. Cause that's unprofessional. So it's like, fuck i you know this place looks badass and they put something out like that and it's like well now i don't want to work for you because you worry about dumb shit you know i don't know the tattoo thing it, it's ridiculous i don't again as long as it's not something fucking stupid who cares exactly well what's your what's your stance on beards oh so we did touch on this last episode but i'll hit i'll hit it again all right well real quick it's okay well it's not out yet nobody knows it's super secret so i mean the millions of listening people. now the millions of people now will be like you already talked about it. Um, You're going to get an email. You said it twice. You, you said it twice. Whatever. Um, I think I don't really, me personally, like my personal opinion, I'm not like a big fan of it. Yeah. But me I don't either. care. I don't <laughs> care. Like, again, like this is not something like we should be spending a whole lot of time thinking about. Like all the issues in law enforcement right now, all the issues in the, the world. Yep. Oh, he has a beard. But at the same, the same token, how does your beard look, right? Like if you look, uh, like Popo Medic said, if you look like you make video games or you play video games for a career, you probably shouldn't be on it. But like if you have a well-groomed tattoo or a well-groomed tattoo, a well-groomed um, beard, <laughs> yeah, I'm fucked, dude. I like, I told myself too, I was like, I'm not going to get as drunk because I've been getting like, I need to tone it down and here we are. But what did I tell you? It was gonna yeah. Happen. Yeah. So yeah, if it's well-groomed, who cares? Who fucking cares? Like, as long as somebody looks groomed and professional, it shouldn't yep. matter. Dude, Tourette's cop. I, I posted, I shared the other day. I was like, hey, follow this page because he's freaking badass. Like, he's just super positive. And he has I a great beard. Thinking. He has a great beard. And he looks, yeah. And I mean, let's be real. You know, yeah. Looks professional. Has his beard in order. He, you don't look at him and go, ugh, sloppy right you know so i'm cool with that like who gives a shit you have a beard you don't have a beard i can't grow a beard i was in undercover and i grew a beard and i looked like a billy goat but you know people still sold me crack so i guess whatever but 
you know, I can't grow a beard. So if I were in patrol right now, I would go no beard because otherwise I look like a goober. And I actually care. Like, I don't want to look like a goober, even though I am a goober. I couldn't so. decide. Mine's like, okay, but I don't, I, I wore it, but it, I don't know. I don't think mine was good, but Probably. I shaved less, but, if but you, honestly at that point, it, I didn't care that much. So yeah, no, if you're like, not sure your beard was garbage, like just better. Yeah. Shaving. But no, there was definitely some guys in the department that I'm like, they look better with a beard. Right. And then yeah. there are some guys that look like, you know, like a fucking 13 year old with his fucking first pubes on his face. And it's like, yeah, shave it, dude. Shave that silly. shit, dude. Like you're embarrassing. Well, you, you could go to the Billy Goat thing though for um narcs. I feel like every narc kind of has that Billy Goat look. So that's probably yeah. that was the right position for you. It was, man. I think it's just that just seems that the genetic predisposition to become a narcotics officer is the fact you either can grow an amazing beard and you end up looking like Gandalf or you're like me and you look like an idiot that can't grow a beard, but you're like, I've never been able to do this before. So I'm going to give it my damnedest. The, uh, I've got one more stupid question and then I got a, a more serious question. That'll probably be a long conversation. The stupid question though is, and it is a good question, but it is stupid. Which came first, the fruit or the color? Orange. Which orange came first, the fruit or the color? I thought about this because I, I could cheat, right? Because I could see this. And this is one of the earlier questions that rolled in. And I'm like, I don't know, right? Like, where did somebody see the fruit? And they're like, oh, it's, it's orange. It's really orange. Let's call it orange. Mm -hmm. Or was the fruit so orange that people were like, that's an orange. And then people saw all their or other orange things. And they're like, orange. I've... I've been thinking about this all day and I haven't got much done today because I've been thinking about this. It's one of those things. Like, it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Awful. It keeps me up at night. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know if you have an answer to that. Can you be, can you answer that question for me so I can go to sleep? Well, let me do my best. Um, I'm going to say that you would have to have the color defined prior to naming it orange if it was based on the color of said fruit. So you would think that the, you know, it's called orange because it is orange, but no other fruit is named a color either. So like trying to take three steps back and look at it from a real high level, because like raspberry, strawberry, you know, all those, those are all just like, berries or whatever now Although i, I could no, make I an argument there's there's some chick out there that's listening to this right now that's like strawberry is a color raspberry is a shade of red that's true that's yeah. true that's true you know and that's what you got to love about the internet is you literally can say that i love puppies and someone's gonna find fault in that that's you know that puppies come from puppy mills Oh, that, that bingo. There you go. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Thanks, Karen. I got Thank you, buddy. For just bringing that level of darkness into fucking puppies. But it, so I don't know, man. I like oranges, though. And I was drinking blood orange IPAs earlier for a reason. So let's just go with um, who really gives a shit. Whatever you want, because my opinion doesn't matter. And, and God only knows who makes the rules anymore. <laughs> That's real. Yeah, don't say anything offensive about oranges. So basically... Um, we didn't answer your question, so I guess you're going to have to figure that out. But Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. <laughs> Can't uh, win them all. Ball eight. All right. So, 
Great yeah. movie, by the way, man. I fucking Major League. Have you seen that fucking movie? Of course, fucking yeah. yeah. Dude, just because I haven't seen Clerks doesn't mean I've never seen other movies. I just I'm not one of those people that are gonna be like, oh yeah, I've seen that, and fucking have no clue. Uh, you know, sorry. Well, I'm not I do appreciate your honesty. That is important. Just being honest, because if you asked me a question next, I'd have been like, uh, nope, <laughs> nope. So this is a really good question that I got, and uh, I think we could probably have a pretty lengthy discussion on it, but. It's a two-part question. So the first part is, what do you think it will take to revitalize the job? Oof, yeah. Holy cow, are we going to be here all night? Um, yep. So no. let me crack open another beer here. All right, go ahead. You're going to – here we go. I'm actually out. I need to fucking run upstairs, but that's not good radio. Nope, not good radio at all. No. Well, you, you can run real fast as I start my rant. So to, to improve the job now, I really think the only thing that – is going to change the job and make it better is when we kind of start this conversation where everybody just understands that police work is, is hard and, and things go bad sometimes. I mean, no police officer, contrary to popular belief, goes out there looking to get into a shooting or hurt anybody. Um, you know, generally those situations pop up and it could be from a traffic stop. It could be from a call. It could be from anything the, the best way to get this profession on track, but we have, so we have to have clear defined rules and what we define as legitimate and justified. You know, if we want to bring up certain anecdotal or certain incidents that have happened, the Micaiah Bryant shooting, the defense of a third party is clearly one of the things they teach you in the academy that you can use deadly force. However, LeBron doesn't think so. Exactly. And it's like, look, I understand that it doesn't look good. I understand that it's not ideal. The outcome isn't what we wanted, but it still doesn't take away from the fact that that officer was 100% justified in what he did. It, we can all agree that the end result is shitty. I think it's shitty. I wish he wasn't trying to stab that other girl. And I wish that officer wasn't there and had to do what he had to do. And I guarantee he wishes he didn't have to do what he had to do. But at the end of the day, we cannot move forward as a society and, and get officers to buy into being a police officer, willing to take the risks of not only getting shot, but also going to prison. Because let's be real, that's a legitimate situation currently, and that's okay. No one's upset about that. If you're a bad police officer and you deserve to go to prison, enjoy prison. That's okay. To go the other direction and support this profession and go on the right track and actually have a, a good outcome. We need to be honest, open, and all agree on what we, dis what we believe is right, what we believe should happen and stand by that. Because that Micaiah Bryant shooting is a perfect example of why police officers aren't happy. It was clearly justified yet they get so much backlash, potential protests, riots, and no one likes working riots. So where do you, where does the general public think that police officers are going to be okay with being wrong when they're actually right? Would you be okay with that in your job? Absolutely not. So that's my answer. Find an actual, we need to have as a nation and be open and honest about what's legitimately justified and, and hold officers accountable when they need to be. But if they're right, they need to be right. Without that, we have no way of moving forward as a profession. That's just my opinion. I hate to be a negative Nancy. I don't, and not to get political and I won't, but I think, I don't, know that, I don't know that we'll ever get there. 
because there's a loud faction of people um, that are just, they're wrong. Yep. And you can't have a conversation, right? You can't have a conversation about anything. I mean, for example, people post like a video and not to steal donuts content, but like there's a video going around. Have you seen the one um, with the Washington uh, Metro cop punching the guy? It looks bad, right? Like really bad. Have you seen that one yet? I haven't. I saw one of Dallas where a dude just lit a guy up, but. So, no, okay, so, so basically uh, this video is terrible. You, it, it looks terrible, right? So mm-hmm. it's, you know. They usually do. They do. Okay. But yeah. so you basically have two cops um, holding this guy and a third cop, and they're trying to gain control of him. And it gets to a point where the third guy, he looks like it looks bad that he just punches the student fucking face, softens him up, right? And, you know, at that point, the crowd forms and they're throwing shit at the cops and all this stuff. And so you watch the video and you're like, why, why is this guy fucking, fucking punching this guy? They have him under control. Turns out he had a gun. Had a gun yeah. in his pocket. Wasn't, it was resisting arrest. They couldn't get to him. Punching that dude in the face is fucking justified in that because what do you want do you want this guy to get his fucking gun out and then the cops have to shoot him and kill him or fucking punch him in the face yep look don't if if we're not ninjas okay cops aren't ninjas right and all better training is great like if we could find some technique or whatever to, to get him in the custody but you have to work with whatever fucking tools you have at the time and there was just a cop killed in chicago on a traffic stop and that dude had a gun. And I don't, you know, none of us were there. We don't know what happened there. But mm-hmm. with those cops in Chicago, what if, what if they were able to fucking sock that dude or do something to him before they got shot and killed? You know, those cops would be fucking all over the news. And that fucking mayor over there, that fucking Beetlejuice juice looking fucking bitch would be all over the news saying, oh, yeah, our, these cops are terrible and blah, 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 blah. But and I'm not, I wasn't there, so I don't know what happened, right? So I, I don't think that's completely fair to say all that. But as far as, you know, I don't know what happened with those cops. But all I know is there's a cop that's dead, right? And it's fucking terrible and awful. And that is a sad reality with this job. But people don't seem to understand that the reason cops do the things they do is because they want to go home and because of the way they've been trained. And I'm so fucking tired of these police departments. They train cops a certain way. or And, they, and they'll even tell them, like, Hey, sometimes you, you, there's a little bit of gray area, you know, cause maybe this doesn't fit and we want yeah. you to go home. Right. But when they fucking do the thing so they can go home, their administration, instead of saying, well, this guy had a gun, this guy was doing this, they fucking throw their cop under the bus. And I'm so fucking tired of hearing about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where politics come in. And we don't, I don't necessarily want to talk about politics. I, I do like, I apologize to the folks that do follow my page and they don't want to hear about politics, but police and politics are interwoven, unfortunately, more now than ever, now more than ever. And I also just don't put any of that on my personal page out of respect for my spouse. So I, unfortunately for y'all that follow my officer next door page, that's kind of my outlet to vent. So just deal with it. But to your point, I think that's where officers are tired of being political pawns is, is to your point, they train you to do something. They're like, hey, if you're threatened and this happens and they shoot at you and you shoot back, you shoot, you know, and you're fine. We got your back. But when that happens, oh, well, it didn't look good on video. So now you're a political pawn and we're going to distance ourselves from you and um, good luck. You know, 
that is what I think officers get upset about or the just general lack of dis or lack of respect, like what we're seeing right now in Chicago from a mayor who ultimately has shit all over this Chicago police department for the last however many months or years that she's been in office. But then when someone dies and something's tragic, then it's politically expedient to now suddenly pretend you give a shit. But you don't because your rhetoric up until that point has been, eh, we should defund you. You're the enemy. You know, yeah. anyway, I know this is political. This isn't fun to hear. But you know what? I mean, if anyone follows my page, I just kind of say what I, I think and I believe and needs to be said. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm funny, though, sometimes, sometimes just hang in there. I'm funny sometimes too, very rarely. Oh, darn it. Yep. So here's a follow-up question to that that fun funness is what compromises should be made to meet halfway in order to revive the job? It, it should be very it's very common sense. Like we again, if we all just get together and I say all, I mean we go into communities, we have community meetings, we do certain things, we just lay it all out there and say, look, this is what we expect when certain things happen. And, you know, you can't get upset if uh, a kid who is 13 years old, but he's, you know, five foot nine, 150 pounds, points a gun at an officer and they shoot him. And it turns out he's 13 years old and uh, the gun was fake. Like, but, but every indication that the officers had arriving at the scene, taking the information is, is that the, this was a full-blown adult with a gun that was real. You know, we, we can't keep playing the switcheroo game where, you know, the, the information the officers have at the time is all they have. And they make a decision based on that. Listen, if we all see the video or we all see whatever it is that uh, and we all agree that it's unjustified or it's wrong, like the, the Walter Scott case in North Carolina or South Carolina. I think Dude, that was. was so bad. That was so fucking yeah. bad. That, that officer needs to go to prison and I'm glad he's there and I don't give a shit. Like, that's totally OK with me. Like, I, I don't understand where this narrative is that, like, I have a problem with that. I mean, we, we can debate. And here's the other thing. Just because I might say, well, he had or she had a reason to do X, Y, and Z, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're right. You know you know what I mean? Like, you can still argue on behalf of, you know, the, the George Floyd incident. You can say, well, this made sense up to this point or whatever. But it doesn't mean you're inherently saying that that they weren't ultimately wrong. Walter, the Walter Scott shooting, clearly they should have went, that officer should be in prison and, and it's okay that he is, right? And, and people act like cops never get charged for anything. It happens all the time, even before this, yeah. all the time. There's a Chicago officer currently in prison. I think his last name is McDonald. He, there was a controversial shooting uh, a couple of years ago and he's, he got like a 12 year sentence. I mean, I have a whole list of them because they used to have all these trolls that were like, cops never get held accountable. You know, all they do is just run around and kill people. And I'm like, okay, well, what about this officer? What about this officer? What about this officer? You know, and look, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just so sick of hearing it because if you are that bad of an officer or you do something that obvious and you end up going to prison for it, that's on you. And yeah, story. I don't even know why we have that. There's not a debate to be had, but we don't have a way of putting that out there. Right. So maybe someone will, out of the four people that listen to this podcast, will, you know, four million people listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think the police administrations have done a bad job for years in in this shit. Like, I, I think it was probably more easy and convenient to, like, just, like, well, you know, we can't say this or that. Or they would basically, like, 
you know, kind of slightly, you know, sweep something under the rug as far as being open and honest with like, Hey, this is why this happened. I think if, if police departments, instead of being scared of the community, and here's the thing is I think most people in the community, right or left, I think most people are generally good people. And, um, it's like, here, there's a Luke Bryant song for you that, um, most people are good. I think most people are okay. Most people are just okay. And you um, love most of them. Uh, but uh, yeah, some yeah. Of some of them, some of them are okay. And I, I, I love most of them. Not all of them. Me too. But, but I won't steal thing, that. Is, don't worry. That's you. Don't that worry. is me. You can. Yeah. Don't steal <laughs> that. But most people are good people right or left. Right. I think there's basically the loudest fringe on either side is kind of taking the argument for mm-hmm. everybody. Yep. And that whole silent majority thing is, is like, it's a thing, right? I think most people can like look at most of these police issues objectively. And even if there's like a little disagreement, I think there can be like a conversation about it. Unfortunately, this like this whole defund thing, it's like a hijacked thing where like this very loud group, you know, the whole empty can rattles the most, right? Yep. They're very loud about it. And so that's all you hear about where like most people you know, here's the thing that would piss me off the most is, is we got to a point where we weren't enforcing things. And for instance, like trespass, people are like, well, we shouldn't be dealing with trespassing. Why not? It's a fucking crime. It's a, it's a, a nuisance to people, right? I don't want like, and it always affects the people, you know, either business, you know, they're trying to make money and they can't, people get mad. They're like, oh, we can't go in this business anymore because it's, uh, you know, the, you know, there's people all in front of the door and there's people sleeping and shit. And then but the moment you were like, all right, well, we'll write him a ticket for trespassing. It's like, well, don't do that. Well, then what the fuck do you want? Yeah. Like, apartment yeah. complexes. It would drive me nuts. You'd have fucking crackheads sleeping in front of doors. You got good people living in these fucking low income buildings with their kids. And they have to step over and deal with that because we're not going to do anything about trespassing because it's, well, it's, it's just trespassing. It's a yeah. slippery slope, my friends. Like, oh, we're not going to enforce this. We're not going to enforce that. I get common sense, right? But it's getting beyond common sense now. I, I, agree. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of goes to the fact of it, you know, I, I see a lot of things that happen and I always look, I, I try very hard to look at things from all angles, right? I look at things from if I wasn't a police officer, I try to take my bias out of it and like think like, what does someone that doesn't know what a police officer does see what's happening and what they think about it? Or, or like you're talking about criminal trespass, like, at the end of the day, they're like, all they're doing is sleeping in front of this business. Well, you know, my wife's a small business owner and it's hard to make a living when, you know, you wake up every day as a small business owner, you're unemployed every day, right? Because every day you wake up, you got to go to and run that small business. And if you don't make money in that small business, you're not getting paid a salary. You're not getting paid like benefits and, and 401k matches and shit like that. Like you're just, you're, you're running your little business, whether it's a 7-Eleven or a a dentist's office or a, a, a just a, I mean, whatever, whatever small business venture you have, how good is your business going to do when there's some dude literally camping out in front of it with a tent, pooping and shitting everywhere and peeing everywhere, like happens here in California. And that's supposed to just be okay. You know, dude, how'd you I, land in California? I'm curious. You know, we looked at Denver, we looked at Nashville, we looked at uh, San Diego, and we, it's weird that 
we felt like San Diego because we'd been here and we visited. So it's kind of a little funny thing. Like, you know, there's always rose colored glasses when you visit somewhere, but also it wasn't. Cozy. That's a true thing, by the way. That is absolutely a true thing. Big, yeah. You know, everywhere you, you know, you go on vacation somewhere, you're like, oh my gosh, I want to live here. Well, I can tell you, I lived in Maui, Hawaii, and like, it's great. It's awesome. It's top five place to visit in the world. But, you know, living there's one, it's a whole nother beast, right? Like, there's, there, you, people forget, like, what does living mean? What that means is like, where do you buy gas? Where do you buy groceries? What does that cost? Is there crime? Is there, what's rent? What's mortgage? San Diego is like Maui and Dallas had a baby and it's 75 degrees every day. That is why we picked it. And because it was equally as expensive, believe it or not, as Denver, according to our research. Denver is a fucking shit show as far as reality yeah. goes. And I have a friend, I have a good friend of mine that, um, and he's probably going to listen to this and, hey, what's up, asshole? Uh, he's in Dallas, uh, or he was a Dallas officer. He's in Denver now. Um, and he he told me flat out, he's like, yeah. And I actually have another friend of mine who's a, now a current U.S. Marshal. Well, he was a U.S. Marshal and he was in Denver. Um, he said, don't come flat out. He's like, it's expensive as fuck. And crime is garbage. Crime is out of control. They don't enforce anything. So that basically like crossed Denver off the list. Then we looked at Nashville and Nashville's bad. I'm a country fan, you know, the whole thing. And I like hockey. So like, I was like predators, I got country music, like hell yeah, but it's expensive as fuck. And it's apparently gone to shit. Like their political leadership has run that city into the ground. So I was like, "Eh, Nope, next. And then, yeah, somehow, believe it or not, I ended up in San Diego, which is crazy because Prior to recently, and now we're getting political, but prior to recently, we had a Republican DA and a Republican mayor, and it was, I mean, we have 50 murders a year here in San Diego, 50, that's, five, that's, zero. That's not bad. Uh, Dallas had over 200 last year, the city I used to live in and feel safe in, despite the fact I knew what was happening in it. So people are always giving me a hard time, They're like, why the hell do you live in the land of fruit and nuts and all expensive? And I was like, well, it's fucking cheaper than Hawaii, one, and it's like safe. Even though we have like, you know, issues that I don't like. I don't know. So I mean, fuck I don't me. think San Diego is the worst as far as California goes. I think San Diego's it's the best place. To live in. Yeah, reasonable. Yeah, no, it's it's a badass city, and I'll fight for that all, every day, all day. I think it's a great city, and uh, I like it. Uh, I don't think we're here forever, unfortunately. Um, we're looking at some other options and, and whatever. I won't get into all that, but um, I have a really good gig going right now that with my career that I have, you know, that, you know, moving out of law enforcement, I have to kind of put my time in, right? Because I'm a rookie again, but just in the public sector. So, or the private sector. So, yeah, I, I digress. I, my, my move to the middle of nowhere is fucking great, man. And I, I don't know if it's like the honeymoon phase, but, you know, it's part of the country I hadn't really been to before. And yeah, it's so fucking quiet, man. It's so quiet. I don't have I don't to worry about it. Any, like, this is like one of those places, like, you know, like, no joke, you don't fucking lock your doors, right? Like, why, why would you? Um, I mean, you do, but you know what I mean? You don't have to, right? You don't have to yeah. lock your doors. Nobody fuck with you. Like, it, there's not trash on the side of the road. I mean, for me, it's so refreshing to drive into town and there's not fucking encampments and needles and all kinds of shit all over the ground everywhere. Um, I don't, I don't, I fucking love it, man. I, it's super fucking peaceful. I I know like not everybody likes a small town thing because there, I mean, there's things, right? Like I need some landscaping rocks. 
Mm-hmm. I got to fucking go to like a big city to go get fucking rocks, right? Where like yeah. everything in a big city, like it's all at your fingertips, right? Sure. Um, but dude, I fucking go outside in the evening. I don't hear fucking gunshots. I don't hear sirens. I hear fucking cardinal. You know what sirens. I mean? That's the thing, my friend. It's like, man, it, it, maybe that's kind of being weird, but like, I'm tired. I don't want to hear sirens. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't I don't hear it. It's great, dude. I don't hear sirens. I don't hear people yelling at each other. I mean, where I used to live in my house that I thought was going to be my coffin, I'd go for a jog around the neighborhood um, and I hear fucking gunshots. It, and where I lived, and I'm like, this is fuck. And that was kind of like before everything turned to shit. And I was kind of like, man, I don't know if I want my kids going to school here. Yeah. You know, and ultimately that's the most important thing, right? Is, you know, doing right by your kids and family and shit. But that's, that's my, um, that's my poorly made memes uh, tip of the day is move to the fucking boonies. It's great. What's weird. What's weird about that is where I'm currently sitting right now is 20, 30 minutes North, Northeast of downtown San Diego. And it's kind of what you're talking about. It's very country. It doesn't take long to get out of San Diego and be very um, community-esque, like small town-esque. And I, I mean that in a good way, like where people, you know, just give a shit about each other and, and uh, you know, take pride in their community. And it's weird. Like, it's, I feel literally, I, I'm not kidding you. It's as the crow flies, like 20 minutes away from downtown San Diego, but it feels like I could be in Texas. So well, people... People don't understand that, but it's true. And it's kind of nice. Well, I think California is like kind of a weird beast where it gets this like weird name or mm-hmm. this weird, you right know, it's really. like it, it's, you know, it's the left coast, right? And it's all fucked up. But then you, yep. you know, you and it is, and it is, it is, but like, but it's like basically the cities, right? And, but they're just big, big fucking cities. And, you know, so there's people in like these smaller bedroom communities and shit that I, I don't know. I guess anyone that's anyone that's from California, from my understanding, agrees that avoid LA, avoid San Francisco. Uh, San Diego is pretty cool if you, if that's your thing, and the rest of it's like pretty cool. Like that that's kind of the sentiment. Like don't go to LA. Don't go in terms of like living. You know, like or, or, LA. Like you go for a hike in LA. 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 Oh my God! Like Beverly Hill, yeah, nine hundred two. I don't know, no, wherever the Kardashians are, whatever. I, don't know. I drove through LA recently. I drove up to the Bay Area for work. I actually, but I'm a goofball. I put random shit on my page sometimes, and I was really just trying to make fun of the Bay Area. People didn't. Some people didn't like it. Um, weird, because um, everybody's always offended on the internets. But uh, you know, whatever. It, it, California is a great state and what's sad about it is, is there's so much it's like Dallas I feel like there's so much to offer but it's plagued by terrible leadership and you know just it just it it could be so much better but it isn't it's just not reaching its potential and it's a sad thing to see well that's why local elections matter True. and I, I think people don't you know I think it's a weird phenomenon where people just don't really pay attention to who they're voting in in local elections and then you get like these train wrecks where you're like i know the people live there are, are not that stupid like how did this person get voted in it's because yeah. nobody like nobody does any research right so no one cares no one ca- well it's like police officers right no one gives a shit until it affects them yeah that, that's the, why do you get called as a police officer well something affected them you know it, like the dumb calls like the civil calls you're talking about you know th- those people normally would never call the police but I guess something finally happened to where they got to the point where they were fed up and they called you 
and you're like, this isn't a crime, but I understand that you're pissed, right? Like, that's just human nature. And I guess that's that's one of the themes of my page. It's like, y'all just like not pay attention to shit, but you're just outraged about everything, but you don't even pay attention. So why are you outraged? Like, you had an opportunity to have a say in this if you would have voted or did this or did that, but then you're just outraged because it's just the easy way, right? Like It is oh. the easy way out. I'm upset. Well, and the whole canceling thing is, it's kind of funny because I, I feel like. Good grief. It's just, and it, it, it honestly, and, I, and I'm going to break some hearts here, but both sides, they do it, right? Absolutely. Everybody does it, right? Just, yeah. I, I wish we could just get back. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, if somebody says something like totally fucking like outrageous, like, yeah, dude, I don't, you know, I, I get that. But I mean, we just cancel people for the stupidest shit. I mean, like, just if we have like if somebody has an opinion and it differs from yours it's okay yep it's okay but why are you why are you why are you and i both going under this we're under pseudonyms right like no one knows who you are no one i mean people know who i am but there's a reason we are under a pseudonym and i'll be honest with you just on this topic like my wife's been pushing me to write a book because so what a lot of people don't realize and, and not to like self-promote, but I generally like people don't realize that I started as a blog and like an actual Internet site. Like I wrote articles. That's what my Facebook page was started for. And I would write articles about whatever was going on in law enforcement. And they were usually like two, three, four five pages long, like, you know, not just a, a meme or a quick anecdotal, quick little thing. Right. So my wife's been pushing me to write a book and I'm just like, I, I don't, no one's going to listen Be, or, or everyone's going to have some sort of, you know, I don't know. I just, yeah, it, it's just weird. Like I don't want to get canceled because I'm going to say something in my book that rubs someone the wrong way, but yet I'm going to, and then, then the other issue is, is like, how do I publish the book? Do I, is the author of the officer next door? Like who the hell is that? It's just some goofy Facebook name that I made up or my wife. Yeah. Up too, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, why are we I know exactly scared? what you're saying. And I, I respect people like Brandon Tatum and other people that have like gone out and said what they want to say, or Officer Parker, and all. You know, I'm not to like whatever. Pump. I know that you have to say that apparently when you're on a podcast. Like, I'm not trying to pump people up, but hey, other people in this in that's this a weird state, phenomenon. I don't quite understand. Isn't it but, weird? Yeah, um, dude, Parker, they, those dudes about, put out those dudes put out some good shit for sure. Yeah, and I just want to talk about like other folks that are in this space, like in the social media police space. Officer Parker's a badass dude. I remember when I was like, oh, looking over the fence, I was like, oh, we have about the same number of people. And then all of a sudden he's like, ah, I got half a million. Sup? Oh, yeah, dude. He fucking, yeah, I remember when his page was like itty bitty. Mm -hmm. He got to start from the foot chase, right? That's that was his start, right? Yep, yep, yep. But I mean, but he's just fucking, he's legit. Like he just says what he says from the heart. And he's legit. He's a good, genuine dude. Yeah. And and people gravitate toward that. And I respect him. And I I love that he puts his his name and his likeness out there and everything. And here's the thing. I would love to do that. But here's here's the other aspect. I don't want to be known. I don't want people to walk up to me at the airport or know who I am. And it's not because of anything other than the fact that I just want to be able to say what I want to say, do what I want to do. And if I help some officers along the way, again, I know this sounds altruistic and like blah, 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 but I'm not joking when I tell you, I would happily tell you who I am and what I look like and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, the reason my page exists is to just speak the truth. And it doesn't matter what I look like. 
I don't know. I, we, we went down a road there that I didn't mean to go down. My point being is, is Officer Parker's the bomb. I love him is for what he says and does, but I'm not going to put myself out there and be like, hey, what's up? This is me. Because well, at the end of the day, who gives a shit what I look like? You know, he's, but yeah, anyway. I just, weird, to right? be honest with you, I, because people ask me all the time, like, oh, you're going to do YouTube or you're going to do a face reveal. And I have some Why? ideas for, for, for YouTube and, and all that stuff. But at the, the end of the day, like, again, does it matter what I look like? I'm ugly, yeah. by the way, if anybody wants to know. Terrible. Yeah, me too. Me too. And, and that's but I don't. Yeah. But you're right, like, in a sense that I like just, I don't, now I don't worry about so much about the canceling thing now that I'm out. It could still happen, right? Like, somebody could fucking pick up this podcast and they key in on some fucking shit they'd say, or we said. And I, you know, I, I'm i saying this right now. I don't fucking want to apologize for anything. And I won't because we should be able to have a fucking opinion. Like, I'm sorry I said that. Fuck that. Yep. Like, I'm, you know, here's the thing. I'm not going out trying to like purposely offend people and, and hurt people's feelings or anything like that, but you should be able to openly, freely fucking speak your mind and not have to worry about fucking, you know, all this attention. Like if you don't like what somebody's saying, turn it off. That's yeah, all you have to wrong. do. When, when you wrong. go out of your way to shut somebody down for having a different opinion than you, that's a fucking problem. And that's another episode we could get into. So one of the things uh, I've been trying to make a point of is I like to give people kind of their, their closing statements, right? As mm -hmm. far as that's what I should call it. The closing statement, but closing um, argument, closing argument, cl fucking closing arguments. And I haven't been, I have been off the job for six months. And I forgot what it's called, but closing arguments, but really wow. I'm just looking for words of wisdom. Uh, what kind of words of wisdom do you Jim from the officer next door. Uh, yeah. What That's words of wisdom would you impart on the millions of listeners of the Poorly Made Police podcast? Words of wisdom in terms of, I guess, and asking more for, for more specificity. That was risky. I I think I said it right. Specificity. I think so, but you're asking the wrong guy. Amen. Um, so, like to to future officers or people that maybe are anything, considering anything you want to say, man. This is. This is your 15 seconds of fame. Oh, shit. What yeah. are your words of wisdom? Last Sorry second. to put you on the spot. Words of there. wisdom. Never eat yellow snow. That's obvious. Yeah. And never take a wooden nickel. That I don't ever understand where that came from, but that's obviously a real thing, apparently. You know, at the end of the day, here's my thing. Um, think about people other than yourself and give a shit about what you're doing and whether it affects other people. And all I mean by that is, is like, if you're pulling into an apartment complex, turn your fucking radio down. No one wants to hear your nonsense. Uh, hold Unless the it's Metallica. Everybody Unless wants it's to hear Metallica. Unless it's the Black Album from Metallica, then let it rip. Otherwise, you're garbage. No one wants to hear your Sam Hunt or your Eric or your Luke Bryan. Sorry, Eric Church, you're awesome. I, I'm not trying to rip on it. You know, at the end of the day, like, I don't know. If you're in a police officer... I just want you to know that I support you. And uh, we didn't really talk much about, um, and I, that's okay. Cause I don't want to necessarily like self grandize or promote my page. But one thing I did want to do is give officers a voice. And I did a little thing called, let me uh, let the police be heard. And if you are listening to this for whatever weird reason, uh, you're one of the millions, um, you know, Hey, reach out to me. And if you want to vent vent and, and this kind of circles back to the, how, uh, oh, 
I was trying not to use that term because you used it with five o or, or ten eight memes a lot. Circle back. Yeah, you, know you can about. circle back to it. We can I circle back to it. No. Um. So anyway, yeah. Eight. Hey, you know, at the end of the day, look, police officers have a tough job these days, and I, my page exists just to support you. If there's something you want to get off your chest or a truth that you want to put out there, hit me up. I will protect your identity. I won't say where you're at, where you're from, whatever. But if there's something that you're seeing in the news that you know is bullshit or there's a narrative that's purveying in the news that you want to fight against that you can tell, you know, factual things about, just hit me up, send me a message and I'll post it for you. Um, the other advice is um, don't become a fireman because when you do that, you're going to have to be able to grow a big, weird mustache. And if you can't grow a big, weird mustache, no one will like you. And you should have just become a police officer to drive fast and look cool, as opposed to driving around big, slow trucks. That's pretty much the end of it. Like if you're a firefighter and you don't have a fucking seventies porn stash, you're doing it wrong. Exactly. Like, so don't even go there. Like that's, that's kind of like the whole, like this police officers, it's a career, it's a calling. If you can't grow a badass mustache, do us all a favor, become a, don't be a fireman. That's weird that I dipped into that, but I just wanted to, you know, differentiate. Do you got like a little thing for the fireman or what, buddy? Mm -mm. No, I just know that I could have never been a fireman because one, I I have no interest whatsoever. I actually commented. I was a fireman that uh, made a comment. He's like, hope you don't mind making jokes. Like fucking make jokes, bro. Like make more jokes. Like I'm actually making an effort to make my page more funny because I'm just tired of the negative and the bullshit and COVID and all the nonsense. So I was like, keep making fireman jokes, dude. And, uh, and I said, um, but I would have never been a fireman because legitimately I hate medical stuff. Like there, there's no love lost. Like we can make jokes, but gross. I don't want to deal with like, you know, finding a vein or something. Ugh. Like, yeah. That's, that's not my jam either. Like, I, and I, I'll be real. I don't, I'm not real keen on driving huge ass trucks either. Like maybe that's like whatever, but like, I'm going to crush people. Like I, I, that would be my fear. Is like I'm just gonna fuck shit up because in a squad car I managed to hit a bunch of things. You know, I can only imagine what I would do in a fucking fire truck, right? Just run people over and like run into shit. And I'm not a bad driver. It's just like, look, I can't drive something that's a fucking football field long. Like I'm not interested. I'm good. I'll go handle shootings. You go play with your medical nonsense and drive your big trucks. Like I'm just not interested in that. And cooking for each other. Like, no, go eat your own food. Leave me alone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> go well, your own fucking food. Well, buddy, I appreciate you coming on to the show. Um, so coming up next week, because I'm super organized, I'm pretty sure I talked my dad into being on the podcast. Um, and then because of a dumb joke, I'm going to have Popo Medic on again. Um, and then after that, I'm going to get to you folks out there so we can really start hammering down these states and trying to figure out where are good places to go work and things like that. The Everyday Cop, I want them on the show. Now, if you want to support this podcast, check out our sponsors. Uh, make sure that you go buy some merch because you'll look really great in it. Appreciate that. But also make sure you're taking care of yourself and your brothers and sisters before you buy my dumb shit. Just word of advice. Um, anyway. Thanks for tuning in and just remember that I love most of you. Bye-bye.